lightning if you couldn't tell hello and welcome to another episode of Hurwitz's house of horror i'm your host steve Hurwitz, and this is the podcast where we talk about horror movies we talk about some horror news or we just talk about some horror related things that we've done during the week and we like to share with you and of course i love to share with my brilliant beautiful handsome charming good-looking co-host jefferson miller hello and welcome jeff how are you oh uh, hello did you like that intro yes i did i was really trying to talk you up there Ooh, oh, that's thanks, not man. a voice oh, oh i mean no, oh thanks man it was very like barry manilow like oh i got the hey yeah they don't call me jefferson for nothing they call me jefferson because i got a deep <laughs> old voice baby can you talk like that throughout the rest of the podcast uh, <laughs> i'll do my best <laughs> i'd really appreciate it <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's you know what? Let's go back to your regular yeah, voice. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot better. How have you been doing this week? Uh, you know, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Any uh, any crazy happenings going on in your life right now? <sighs> Man, cra- it was just crazy every day. I bet. Yeah. Cool. cool what cool. about you? Oh, dude, so much. Let me tell you. <sighs> yeah. A lot. Ooh. So, yeah. Just, I want you to imagine that. I want you to yeah. imagine that feeling of nothingness and loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> And it's truly, truly terrifying. Uh, as is life. Yeah, it is. But that's, and that's why, the end of the podcast. Yeah, and we will see you guys later, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And that Ugh. was fun. Oh, God, this is getting real dark real yeah, fast. Meaning like maybe we'll stop the podcast. Not yeah, that we're going to kill ourselves. Yeah, why did I wasn't think of that as like, well, like just we're going to stop sure like, yeah. recording the podcast. Yeah, like, yeah, kill yeah. Ourselves. Well, Jesus. <laughs> just making sure. Oh, you're going to hit the button. Nope. No, good call. <laughs> well, welcome back, everyone. Uh, well, let's just start off with some big announcements. We are in the final week of a certain topic that I will that shall not be named. Bring back up when we get more into the episode. But we've been limited by our censors. We we can only say it once. It's true. I've, I've put a quota on that, and, and mm-hmm. I want to hit it at the right time. Right. So we are coming to the conclusion of this event, and I'm a very excited to talk about this movie, and b just ready to watch something else that's not aquatic. <laughs> yeah, I've, by the, yeah, the the fact that we've reached the end of this month, um, I'm over it. Yeah, I don't want to. Well, not. I don't, whoa, hold on. <laughs> you okay, there, man. Oh, I'm just. Uh, I'm having a breakdown over here. It's like you uh, were coming up from the underwater really fast, and you got the bends. Yeah, I, I'm just lightheaded from ascending too quickly ascending into the heavens above yeah not from, because you killed yourself but from because you yeah were underwater. not because we're gonna kill ourselves jesus this is really dark <laughs> but because we were underwater for the this month's event exactly and we're rising to the top we're rising to see the sunlight again yeah it's not dark up here unless it's and, nighttime and fun little you know fun thing that's gonna happen mm-hmm. <laughs> uh we're not watching a movie next week uh, that's aquatic theme. It's we are true. watching a movie next week. This is just such a this is such a horrible intro so far. <laughs> I mean, we've been doing this for fifty nine <laughs> times essentially. So yeah. uh, we'll, we'll get there one 59 day. Fifty nine times. They say the more you do something, you're either going to get better or you're just going to continue to get worse because yeah, you yeah. clearly weren't meant to do this. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know when I'm going to learn that lesson, but yeah, maybe maybe six hundred and two. 
we'll see. Never say never. That's what uh, Bieber says. And that's also what Sean Connery said when he said he was never going to be James Bond again. Then he came back for the... I think we have an audio clip of him saying that. Uh, Never say never again. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good audio clip you got there. Thank you. I think now is actually the perfect opportunity to move into... What time is it, Jeff? (gasps) Now, you were... (laughs) Sorry, really quick. I almost want you to just leave the silence. (laughs) What time is it, Jeff? And then just a long-ass silence. But don't. Put the intro. I'll put it in here. Horror hour. Well, Jeff, my news is going to be a little bit more on the brief side. I didn't really see too many interesting things, but I have some releases that are uh, coming up for physical and digital copies of movies that are horror related and things that I have been excited to talk about. So the first thing I have is we talked about the popular movie Dracula on a Boat. Mm -hmm. So by popular, I mean it has not been doing very well at the box office. It uh, is underperformed extraordinarily badly. So apparently, whoever the distributor is, is now going to be releasing Dracula on a Boat, a.k.a. Uh, the Last Voyage of the Demeter, whatever, to streaming or VOD on August 29th. And this movie came out at the beginning of the month. I think it was August like 5th or something. Mm-hmm. So that's a very fast turnaround for yeah. a very expensive movie that I stand by. I do kind of so- want to see it. It's I probably good. will watch it when it comes out on streaming. Yeah, it is right now only going to uh, you have to pay for it. Nineteen ninety nine to oh, yeah, I don't buy or rent that. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it will eventually come out uh, later on down the line. But that is something if someone was interested and you just don't want to go to the theaters or don't want to have to experience like a really miserable time of people just being on their phones and being constantly annoying. You can rent this for 20 bucks, which essentially would equal out to like a ticket and like a popcorn and a drink. Right. Yeah, but except you'd. You, um, no popcorn, no drink, but but you can watch it with like a friend. Exactly. And then that kind of equals to a little bit more than two two movie tickets. But so, I mean, if you want not, to check it bad. out, it will be available August 29th. I gave that a pretty good rating. So pretty good. Hey, <laughs> it's a, pretty good. It's pretty good. I <laughs> want to suck your boat. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> he put up a, he put up his uh, Dracula arms, but my wings. Bleh. Yeah, there bleh. you go. Thank you, <laughs> Dracula. Moving on with the releases, I did learn about this last week and posted about it on the Instagram. But just in case people weren't aware, the amazing movie, direct to Hulu movie that was directed by Dan Trachenberg, Prey, Prey, prequel to the Predator series, will be getting a steel case release, a steel book on October 3rd. It's going to have, I think, the Blu-ray, uh, Ultra 4K and maybe a digital code. Woo! I really want this movie. Yeah, movie's really good. It's really good. I want to show support and maybe hoping to, I know know, one person can't make a difference, but the more sales (laughs) that this DVD Blu-ray thing will get, the more the studios will see it's worth, you know, making a sequel to. Yeah. And the director, Dan Trachenberg, has not ruled it out. It's just they haven't really dug too deep into it. It's something he is considering if there's a good enough story. And then, of course, right now we are still yet again in the midst of the SAG-AFTA the writer's like after after I think. Thank you. So I will definitely be purchasing that again on October 3rd. You can find the art online in the case and everything. And as That's I've cool. talked about probably the past three episodes, just steel cases, steel books. They're so cool. And if I see one that I like, I'm just going to get it. 
And now that media can be pulled off of streaming services forever yeah. with no reason, this is something I would be really upset to not watch again. Yeah, and there's also a whole thing about how, um, you know, the technology is just not there yet to stream in like actual high definition. If anyone actually care, like cares, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so really the only way you're going to get really high quality, you know, uh, what is that called? Like visuals? <laughs> yeah. Like movie theater quality visuals mm-hmm. is if you have the physical DVD. Yeah. 4K Blu-ray. You were telling me that you watched some behind the scenes with the director of Shazam where he was comparing all of the different. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was saying um, uh, streaming has gotten close. He was mm-hmm. saying the closest one was because his movie is only streaming on Max. He was comparing uh, Blu-ray 4K, Blu-ray, Max and iTunes mm-hmm. and Max and the 4K Blu-ray were pretty close and iTunes sucked. That's what I would assume. Yeah. It was like VHS quality. Damn, that sucks. Wrecked. Yeah, suck it. Next on the release list, we have Talk To Me. It is going to be getting a 4K Blu-ray digital release on October 3rd, same day as Prey. And that Hmm. is another one that I, I think I might buy. I really liked it. It's one that I need time in between watching, kind of like a a hereditary Mm -hmm. or a midsummer. Oh, A24. Very good. Again, yeah, A24. And again, I want to show my support for these companies and these movies that don't necessarily have a huge blown out budget Mm -hmm. and that we want to keep seeing more of this. So I think it'd be good to have. Also, it's something I can just let my friends borrow who aren't necessarily going to go out of their way to watch it. But if I'm like, I'm literally putting this copy in your hands, you're going to watch it. I'm looking and speaking directly to you, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Also, A24, not that I feel like every episode I'm like, also, you know what's cool? A24. It's true, though. But their Blu-ray releases um, always come with a bunch of cool shit. Oh, always. It's like you open it up and there's little like extras and um, like paper props from the movie and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah, I love stuff like that. Like yeah, little collectible things yeah. always will make me go out of my way even more to, to get these. Yeah, me too. Next on the release list, we have the Halloween trilogy being released on 4K Ultra HD Steelbook on October 23rd. So that is going to be the newest Halloween yeah, that's, that's trilogy by David Gordon Green. Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills, and Halloween Ends. Are you going to get that? I'm... I'm on thinking about it. I already Do you own any of them. I own all three on oh. streaming. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I've been wanting to buy Halloween ends just because I don't know. I thought it was, it was good. It just, uh, and I like Halloween I like how weird. It is. Yeah. And each disc is going to be uh, getting its own separate steel case. And it will also be coming with nine double-sided art cards, which is kind of cool. I was hmm. looking at the, the art designs on all those and it's pretty neat. I just don't know if this is something I necessarily need, but if any other Halloween fans are uh, looking for that, it is again being released on October 23rd, at least in the UK. And the one good thing about the 4K releases is that they are all region free. So they're not you can watch it on your like Blu-ray players. And all right. That. Yeah. Only the, nice. the 4K. Yeah. It's the whole region stuff, really. So, so dumb. Yeah, it's very dumb. But like I it's don't just manufactured borders. Yeah. I don't need Halloween kills. That's one yeah. that I got on streaming just because I think it was on sale and we were going to watch it for the podcast. There's a part of me like the completionist. Yes. In me is like, well, I want the trilogy, mm-hmm. even though I'm never going to watch that middle movie. It's like having it feels like ah, 
I, it's a I, sense of I look at it and it's satisfying. Yes, yeah. satisfying is the word. Mm-hmm. So that's, again, I'm on the fence. We'll see. I'm already looking forward to the Friday the 13th, the new steel book that'll be coming out. So mm-hmm. I think I'd rather put my money towards that than, than this. I'm not sure what the price for this is going to be, but, you know, I, if anyone's interested, you can check it out. Just give it a quick old look up. Let's move into the trailers that we watch section of this hour. <laughs> The first one I mentioned at the end of last week's episode was called Werewolf Santa. And I decided. Oh, I didn't watch this. You did. Oh, I did. Yeah. 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 yeah I put it on right before uh, you, you came over mm-hmm. because I didn't, I didn't really have too much news. And I was like, you know what? This could be something. And you know what? Was it? it I don't think it will be. Ah. <laughs> it had. It, it's it's a like video. It's hand cam. Uh, uh, I had a movie mm-hmm. where they, Is it like found footage or just hand cam? I think just hand cam. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess those they're very similar. It just depends. It's like ones like like the movie we watched today was done all handheld, but it's not like oh, my uh, name's Johnny and I'm you know what it's, I mean. It's gonna be like that. So oh, I guess okay, found found footage then. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. So apparently, just Ooh. a werewolf bites Santa, and then uh, he's gonna come after you. And now these kids need to stop him or kill right. him or something. And it is very low budget. It had a, a bit of a feel of Christmas, bloody Christmas. Just in like the way it was filmed and you can tell it's lower budget, which again, right. I'm not saying it's not going to be great. Yeah, that can be fun sometimes. I do a 100% plan on checking this out and it is a Christmas movie. So we might have to give this a watch. If we did Christmas Bloody Christmas, this might have to be our Maybe our we'll Christmas wait to one. see if they release another trailer. True. Are we going to do a Christmas thing? A Christmas month again? Uh, did we? Have we done a Christmas month? Sort of. Last year we did Gremlins. Which is a Christmas movie. Yeah. We did Trevenge. We should at least toss a couple of Christmas movies in there. Yeah, we don't need to put an entire month to it. We, we can talk yeah. about this off here. This is not an on air conversation. Yeah, welcome to the behind the scenes <laughs> section. Throw movies back and forth at each other. How'd you like yeah. that, folks? Little little peek into little how, peek. how it gets made, how the sausage gets shoved into the to the, to the anus. <laughs> Gross, Jeff. All right. The next trailer I watched was for The Haunting of the Queen Mary. Apparently, this trailer came out like two weeks ago, but I just never got around to it because I forgot, honestly. And, you know, it looks okay. It pretty much just seems like there's this uh, incident that happened back in the old timey times. And now these ghosts are haunting the ship and they're after Alice Eve and her kid. And maybe the dad gets taken to like the ghost world and she has to fight them to save her kid or something. That'd be uh, cool if they ended up in a ghost world. It would be. Like in Constantine. It seems like they are going to be bouncing back and forth between olden days and modern times. Mm. I will say it was kind of nice seeing areas of the Queen Mary. and Because you're a resident uh, Queen Mary expert. Yep. I used to work there and my God, did I fucking hate it. Oh, and yeah, I just upset myself real quick. <laughs> You just slump down your chair and get quiet. When I when I wasn't working, as when I you know when I was walking through the halls and wandering and going on the free tours and shit, I was like, this place is actually pretty rad. And there was a shot where they go into one of like the most haunted areas of the ship, mm-hmm. and like the kid gets grabbed or something. I'm like, why didn't that happen to me? That was all I wanted. I didn't see a single goddamn ghost on yeah. this goddamn boat. They should ship. they should like pay actors to be like. Oh, you know, like that kind of shit. Or think, at least do haunted a house style stuff. I think on some of the tours they do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, more on some of the more like Halloween nights or something. But mm-hmm. yeah, I've never seen a ghost there. And I, by God, I'm going to. You ever just, seen a ghost? I want to say maybe. There's like some weird stuff that I saw when I was a kid. 
but okay. we'll save that for another yeah. time. Yeah. Maybe that'll be like a Halloween thing. Ooh, Ghost story uh, section. Again, welcome back to <laughs> Spitball and Ideas. Just, yeah. Let's see what sticks. So that is coming out. I don't remember when the date is, but we'll I'll definitely be checking it out. It's it looks like it could be okay <laughs> um, while looking kind of generic. <laughs> really enthusiastic promo there. Jeff, you have huh? one piece of trailer Four hour news. news. Yeah. Uh, yes, I do. I spotted a trailer in the wild that I don't think you'd heard of, which is surprising. Uh, I had. I just had oh, watched yeah, it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, let's take that back. All right. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, Steve. Yeah. Um, there's up? this movie that I saw that you ha- I probably haven't even heard of. Ooh, what's it called? Slother House. Uh, no, I have. <laughs> Tried to, to trip me up there. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> Um, yeah, we watched the trailer just a couple minutes ago. Okay, I'm sorry. Could you repeat the, the name of the title again? You want, you just want me to say it again? Kind of like I Slother House. Yeah, that is that is one name. Yeah, I want to say it as <laughs> as minimal amount of times as possible. Well, or I got you to say it twice, <laughs> maybe three times. Pitch. I think three times. Um, yeah, you. It's what you'd expect. It's like a sloth who kills people. Well, it's a girl who doesn't know what a sloth is. Like, a, a, she looks like she's an adult. Maybe like she's 20s. an adult for sure. And she sees a video of a sloth. She's like, what's that? You've never heard of a sloth. He's like a sloth, you stupid idiot. Am, am I in the wrong for thinking it's weird no, that she's an a adult does not know what a sloth is? She's dumb. At least it does seem angry. very. I'm getting angry. <laughs> it seems very like clearly it's supposed to be goofy, but. I like the line in the jungle. It's a beta, but out here it's an it's alpha. alpha. And then they like, like call him alpha. Oh, I like that. Alpha. Yeah, and yeah, then just bad. goes around killing. The very first shot of the trailer is a girl opening up a shower curtain, and you just see a sloth with like a yeah. What was he holding? Uh, a loofah, and then he just like shoves it into yeah, her it's face. Like, <laughs> it's like a jump scare. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the sloth looks kind of cool. It yeah, looks it's like it's animatronic-y. or like a puppet or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah which I appreciate. <laughs> yeah, not going like all CG, which I'm sure they will later on. But I hope they stick with it. I yeah. think it's. I'm definitely gonna watch this. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll probably watch it. I might. I don't make think I'll it. super enjoy it, but I'll watch it. Ooh, that could be a Minnesota, maybe. Slaughterhouse. That's so much prep work for a mini episode. Is it two hour full movie? Is it two hours? I don't know. Probably three. Uh, <laughs> that's not the way I thought it was going to go. It's a new HBO series. Slaughterhouse. Oh, Jesus, we'll do like a little, a little side thing, a little <laughs> yeah, side yeah. hustle. But yeah, maybe. Possible. A little Slaughterhouse episode, a little other other movie that we just talked about episode. I don't remember what we were talking yeah. about. None of them were very good. Man, do we have Alzheimer's? Tree. No, we don't know one. Oh. Treevenge. Ah, yes. I was trying to reference uh, Deep Blue Sea last week's episode. Oh, yeah, Maybe yeah, we yeah. should make some smart sharks. Yeah, we need smart sharks to help mm-hmm. us out yeah. in this podcast. If anybody knows of any smart sharks, please smart shark them our way. Yeah, give us a call. And we will ride their backs because it's the safest space to be. Because that's the sexiest way to ride a shark. From behind. <laughs> No, the sexiest way to ride a horse is by standing on it. That's right. Yeah. And then you have, you have two machine guns and you fire them off into the air. And you go, anything you can do, I can do better. And then a second horse forms out of the first horse. And then you use your other leg. So like you're standing. So it's like roller skates, on, but horses. Exactly. And then you have four machine guns somehow. Yeah. And you go, yeehaw. Yeehaw, cowboy. Giddy on up. You're the whippinest, wildest, darn tootinest cowboy in the West. That's going to be our next event title. All right. Oh. <laughs> And you got to do like gunshots. Oh, that's supposed to be a horse. What <laughs> that was that? Was not a horse. It was like lasers. That sounded like a bird. Yeah. Like, you got to you got to include that too. Hoo, hoo. All no, the birds. So this is what this is what the West sounds like. Yeehaw! Giddy on up. Uh, Howdy, partner. 
Nay. Hey, this is my impression of Steve um, <laughs> showing what the West sounds like. <laughs> yeah, partner. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> X-rated Wild oh, West. Yeah, again, that's why you're riding horses as roller skates. That's right. Yeah, I don't think anyone's said anything that brilliant since the last since ever thing, since ever. Yeah, uh, that's going to go down in, in like the quotes of history. Mm-hmm. As as a great man once said, "Where's the safest place on a shark?" It's back, and whatever I said, and then all of the horse stuff that ah, came yes, after the that. Horse stuff, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm playing with the microphone. Sorry if that the microphone picked that up. Well, I think that is the perfect uh, darn tootinous way to transition into mm-hmm. this week's movie. Now, it's the it's the perfect intro to just lead straight into this movie. Yeehaw! Goodness gracious, great balls of fire! You're my my brain. This is from Top Gun. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't watch Top Gun. We did Sorry, not. Steve. <laughs> Damn it. I'm really always trying to bring up Top Gun whenever I can. If yeah. you know me, you know this is true. Uh-oh, Top Gun reference. hey um, No, 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 no. that's no, Top Gun. No. no. <laughs> what, about this? what about this movie? Oh, wait. I have one final piece of news, horror hour related. You do? Okay, I'm going to go over it real quick. I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to speed right through this. Mm-hmm. So I have finally finished... The first season of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Wait, what was that? What? Star Trek, Star Trek reference. reference. I thought that was going to go on a lot longer. Yeah, you, you realize I was going to let the whole thing play. And I realized right before that, you're like, man, we're taking way too long. Oh, shit, you're right. God damn it. All right. Well, there was an episode that was very like horror and spooky. And it was sort of like Ooh. alien. It's where the Gorn can like spit this acid on you. And if you don't know who the Gorn are, the Gorn are the like dinosaur like creatures that Captain Kirk fought mm. on a cliff. And it's just one of the shittiest things you're ever going to watch. And it's like, dun, 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 dun. And then they're just hucking shit at each other and doing right, right, like boulders kicks. and stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, is yeah. God awful, but it's goddamn. Good. And they're like slow punching. I mm-hmm. think that's the like famous one that people always reference. Oh, it is. And one of my favorite Captain Kirk moves is, or any move in Star Trek is the double handed, just fist. Yeah, you like oh. clasp your hands yeah. and you just thump people. Just right on the back or yeah. right on top of the head. It's a killer move. I love it. I got to yeah, use it. Yeah, nice. Days. But anyways, it's very scary, mm-hmm. you know, for Star Trek. Because the Gorn, when they spit this poison shit on you, it actually like impregnates you. Oh, with that's not what I was Gorn. expecting. Yeah, and they explode from you when you Ew. get infected by them. And you see these little, they kind of are like the, not the face huggers, the, what are the ones that squirm around? Chestbursters. Chestbursters. They're very much like that, but more like dinosaur-like looking. Mm-hmm. And you just see them explode from this one guy. Ew, I don't remember that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's pretty much them having to hunt down the Gorn because the Gorn have already killed or these like, you know, baby Gorn have already killed multiple members of the crew. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this has such a cool alien and like, yeah. vibe to it. And I know I've been watching a lot of alien-like things with underwater creatures, but it was cool to see space things. Yeah, yeah, back to to its origins. And I just like when Star Trek sort of throws a different genre into into this. Yeah, I like when any show kind of like does something creative and takes a different angle. Yeah, same here. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Well, let's move into this week's movie finally. No more Mr. I'm going to go backwards in time. I'm going to move forwards in time. That's right. Just like a shark, because you know what a shark can't do? Swim backwards. Swim backwards. I don't actually know if that's true. Is that true? No. Is that disproven? Yes. Ah. All right. Well, <laughs> Jeff, we are going to be actually talking about one of the 
greatest shark movies of all time. One of the movies that like made the killer shark genre. Yeah, probably the movie anyone would think of if you thought if you said shark movie. Yeah, this is one of my absolute favorite movies of all time. It's and, also a movie that I had apparently and I just assumed I had. We were like maybe 10 minutes in and I was like, just is any of this familiar? Like, nope. I was like, no, I don't know. I don't remember any of this. <laughs> and so I was like pretty stoked because, I mean, we have watched movies that we've both seen before, you know, like mm-hmm. a Gremlins or an Aliens. Sure. And it's still fun to talk about. But now knowing that this was something you hadn't seen, I was yeah, like, classic oh, too. Hell yeah. yeah. Again, the director is one of your favorites and mm-hmm. everything about this movie is 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 spectacular all right well jeff what movie are we watching for the fifth and final week of the end and of the summer, summer underwater spectacular special what are we watching steven spielberg's jaws from 1975 there is a creature alive today who has survived millions of years of evolution without change, without passion, and without logic. It lives to kill. A mindless eating machine. It will attack and devour anything. It is as if God created the devil and gave him jaws. Jeff, let's have your Jeff summary, please. This movie's about a small island town, and then a shark shows up and starts eating kids. And then they're like, hey, don't do that, shark. And so they go try and kill it. The end. Short, sweet, straight to the point. I love it, Jeff. So this movie starts off. We have a beach party. It's nighttime. People are drinking, having a good time. Mm-hmm. And we are introduced to the character Chrissy. She is leading off this spectacular movie. She convinces this guy to go with her to go skinny dipping. And this dude is very drunk. Oh, yeah. He's like tripping and stumbling. He's like, I'm not drunk. You're drunk. He's like laughing at it. He can't get it, even get his clothes off. <laughs> he's like, yes, yeah, struggling. So Chrissy just goes straight into the water, starts swimming, and he's just ends up like toppling he just gives it up (laughs) he's like fuck this and just lays down passes out and chrissy is just having the time of her life Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden we have shark vision as something starts to slowly approach her legs (gasps) we get one of what you were telling me last week is one of your favorite things you see a person you see chrissy just start getting like dragged back and forth like yeah where it's like yeah she's getting dragged through the water and you can tell something has her by the legs but it's just such a like goofy looking sight yeah so this is a sense. This is kill number one. We have Chrissy just being dragged and they're screaming and she like resurfaces for a second. Then you see her just get pulled down and it's pretty brutal. Honestly, I again, having not seen this movie, mm-hmm. I don't know why I imagined it more kind of like tame. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, sharks. And then maybe you'd see some blood in the water. Because I'm like, I don't know, Spielberg. Exactly. Spielberg. It's a 1975 movie. We're watching a 70s movie, Jeff, and you hate the 70s. Yeah, I do. At least mostly uh, (laughs) 70s Italian. but (laughs) That's extraordinary. No, no offense to. uh, Yeah, I am taking great offense. to that um, Brilliant 70s movie behind you. But uh, 
oh yeah. Uh, but I was surprised. Yeah, this was brutal. I was it like, is. okay, this is more of a horror movie than I was expecting because I was expecting more of like an adventure Spielberg romp, which it kind it, of was. It but. Kind of is, but if you don't like the ocean, this movie gives you that reason to. Yeah, stay I was like, out. all right, I get it. Yeah, especially at that time. <laughs> Like they effects held up. So like oh, that absolutely. scene, I'm like, damn, you can tell like it's a it's a fake shark, but I think it still right. looks good in the up close shots. Like, yeah. Yeah. And in the 70s, I'm sure it was that much more terrifying. Horrifying. Absolutely. One of my favorite things about this scene is like as soon as she gets pulled onto that last time, the screaming stops and it's just silence. Yeah. It's like if if this drunk guy wasn't there. Literally nobody would know mm-hmm. that she had just been killed by, a sh- by something. I noticed that through the whole movie. One thing I super like really liked was anytime you're under the water, it's totally silent. Yeah. And even there was a scene where it's like the camera's bobbing in and out of the water and you could hear like, ah, bah. Yeah. and it was like when you know the shark is nearby, I was like, oh, such a cool effect. It's brilliant. Builds tension. We are introduced to our main character, Chief Brody, played by Roy Scheider. And then his wife, Ellen Brody, played by Lorraine Gary. This is the next day, right? Yes, it is. This family had just moved from, I think it was New York, to the beach town of Amity Island. Fun fact, this movie was filmed, or Amity Island, all those shots, well, was filmed in Martha's Vineyard, where I went many a time when I was a kid. We had a friend named Rick who lived on the island. Fancy. yeah, we have some property on uh, on Martha's Vineyard, too. Mm-hmm. And so every time we would go, I would always just be looking for all these shops. And shit. And like, <laughs> I know like they film shit here. Is yeah, yeah. Some of the coolest stuff, man. That's it's awesome. Just, yeah, being somewhere that such a. I bet. Do iconic. they screen this movie? I oh, feel like they would. I'm sure. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. Uh, I believe I read somewhere that initially Martha's the island of Martha's Vineyard was nervous. Right. Because it's like, like, oh, they're going to associate shark attacks yeah for the all, all the reasons they're in the movie they're like we don't want people to think of sharks when they're here yeah but i think that just makes it even cooler oh, totally so chief brody ends up getting a call that morning about a missing girl chrissy and mm-hmm. so he goes down to the beach and he's talking to the drunk guy that she was with he's like i don't know she just you know never showed back up and this is when chief brody's partner or deputy he calls them over and when we see we don't really see but yeah they that, which see I, again something. i liked I like, yeah, the hidden. It was just all of their reactions to mm-hmm. Chrissy's remains. And you just see like a hand sticking out and little crabs crawling all over. Mm-hmm. And clearly it is a bad sight. Yeah. Fun fact about the uh, dead lady's hand. Ooh. Apparently they had a fake hand made and it looked super bad. Mm-hmm. So they just buried um, a woman. <laughs> like someone from their crew. They sure. just buried her and had her arm sticking out. I mean, hey. And then put makeup on it. That works a lot better. Yeah. So Chief Brody does think that this could be a shark attack and he gets a phone call that seemingly confirms that it was. And so he gets all worked up and he goes to start making signs to shut down the beach. Mm -hmm. We are also seeing that the town is preparing for the 4th of July celebration, which is going to be one of the most profitable times for this this Amity Island. Mm-hmm. This is when people are going to be coming to visit. And also, it's just the summertime. People right. are going to be wanting to go to the beach, to the other oh, tourists. Exactly. And... and I understand this is a very profitable time for the island. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, the mayor does not agree with Brody. And he's telling him it could have been anything. It, well, you know, maybe she got hit by the mo- a motor of a boat. Yeah. And then, like, he has the autopsy guy show up with him. And he's like, right? It could have been a boat motor. And the guy's like, Oh, uh, yeah, I, I must have 
misspoke before. It yeah. definitely could have been a boat motor. It's Super like bullshit, corruption. <laughs> yep. So the mayor just continues to have the beaches open. I believe it's later that day. I'm assuming it's the same day or maybe it's a I few so. days in the future. But Brody is at the beach and where we meet this kid, Alex. I just know him or I remember him so specifically because he's wearing red, red trunks. Mm-hmm. And kind of reminded me of like a red shirt from right. Star Trek. Huh? Star Trek reference number two. Number two. There we go. Number one. Make it so. Breath of Khan. Make it, make it so. I didn't expect that second reference. Anyways, we see Wait, him. what'd you say? Reference? <laughs> Star reference. Trek reference number Star three, Trek. kind of. <laughs> that was pretty good, man. Well, yeah, Alex, this kid goes swimming into the ocean. You see him, he grabs a pool floaty or a life raft mm-hmm. and he goes swimming out there. And we just have Brody continuously keeping his eyes on the water and they're like little. Yeah, this whole scene was great. It's it's tense. It would be like, you, yeah, you can see him and he's kind of like sweating subtly. And like, like you said, you can tell he's tense and he would see like someone like ah, ah, and he would like start to stand up a little bit. And then yeah. it would just be like a dude standing up under like his girlfriend like ah gotcha like you're on my shoulders now and then it showed like a woman in a in a inner tube and Uh i thought this one was real because shark i could have sworn oh i had a memory of a larger woman in an inner tube being eaten by a shark interesting i think maybe it's from another movie and it was referencing this movie ah and so i was like here it is right here and then it shows the like shark like swimming towards her and I was like oh shit and he gets all tense and yeah. then a dude just pops up and he's wearing a swimming cap and I was like god damn that's funny. I got faked out like on all of those pretty much good yeah we go into shark vision now and we see swimmers like groups of them together and we see legs kind of moving about mm-hmm. and then we see the this this thing get closer and closer to Alex on his little floaty yeah. and we have kill number two that was unexpected for this, me. I didn't think there would be killing kids in this movie. Yeah, it's it's brutal and it's intense and it's fast. Yep. And you see sort of the top of the shark come out mm-hmm. and then you just see this burst of blood explode. Yeah. It is amazing. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, you even like you looked over at me like, yeah, what? <laughs> I was that like, was, oh, we're doing this. Yeah. The shark fishing thing is so genius because it's like that's everyone's fear. Mm-hmm. That feeling of like your legs being underwater and you can't see what's down there. And then it's like, this is what, this is what we can see. Yeah. It's like, ugh, spooky. Yeah, it was fucked up. Uh, the entire beach goes into a panic. And then we have a shot of Alex's mom kind of looking at the ocean as his deflated, bloody mm-hmm. float just comes up onto shore. We have that famous scene of the, I forget what the mm, zoom is the called. Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, the it's hard to explain without it's the person in the foreground as the background like zooms it like in. zooms closer to you and out at the same time yeah. there's a name for it there but is but i, and I love so that cool. shot i yeah. love that shot so much well alex's mom has uh put a bounty out for the shark for three thousand dollars and this has made the entire town kind of come together and they start in the worst this, way yeah they have this meeting and everyone's like, what are we going to do? We're going to close the beaches. What do we, you know, what's happening? And they're like, no, I'm a shop owner and I, I won't get a bunch of money this summer if you close the beach. And we are now introduced to an amazing character. We are introduced to Robert Shaw's Quint character. Now, everyone probably knows one of Robert Shaw's most famous roles as Red Grant in From Russia with Love. Pew, pew, pew. I'm a James Bond. He is? No. Oh, you are. He's Red Grant. 
Oh, right. Come on, you nerd. Anyways, he says that he will be the one to do this, but he's going to charge $10,000 for it. So uh, think about it. Also, the way he is introduced, everyone's like yelling and talking and he just nails on a chalkboard yeah, right literally. Down. And then you also see that brilliant little chalk drawing of yeah, the shark. Yeah, did he draw that? I'm assuming so. There's like a big shark drawn on a chalk with a little person in its mouth. I feel like it's very much uh, it felt something like it he would do. Yeah, his totally. character. And then he says, $10,000 for me by myself. For that, you get the head, the tail, the whole damn thing. This next scene I'm just going to bring up, does it, it's not really important, but there's just a funny moment where it's Lorraine and Brody and they're talking about how like Brody does not want his kids near the water and Lorraine is <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. it's fine, it's fine. And the kid is just sitting in the boat that's still docked. Yeah, she's like, he's just going to be in the boat. He's not going to get in the water. He's fine. Yeah. And then she opens up one of the shark books that he has and it's a shark going through a boat and like these people holding on for dear life. And she closes and she's like, do you listen to your father? You get out of that boat right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, that's that's really good. And I think this movie did a really good job of blending in humor. With, oh, yeah. Without going overboard. It's just, it's comical. And just moments. the people like, God, the writing is so good. It is awesome. The character building and watching this, this, I was like, not to shit on like Piranha or whatever, but it's like you can shit on Piranha. Man, it's, it's like piranha. movies. I, f- I feel like an old man, but it's like, see, this is what a movie is supposed to be like. You're not wrong. There's so much thought put into like, like uh, all the different characters and all the people and the town mm-hmm. and like, he, like you're saying the humor thing. Like, I think the next scene is the townspeople. It's gonna be two guys that we have who are out on a dock. Okay, well then, never mind. But later, there's just a scene. I'll just skip it yeah, really quick. No, I think I know what you're talking. Where about. there's like they're all in boats and stuff, like going out for this bounty that you that you're saying the three thousand dollar bounty. Yeah, and they're just like fucking throwing shit in the water and like bumping into each other. And there's boats everywhere, and people are like Aah! just and it's just like God, it was so funny. It's very well done. Yeah, it's very good. Well, we'll just uh, we just had two guys who are trying to lure out a shark, and the shark ends up taking the lure, mm-hmm. and one of the guys falls in. And I just like this scene because like, I, I guess the dock is still attached to to the shark. Yeah, because they like tied something to the dock and yeah. they like ripped the end of the fucking dock off. And we have this one guy trying to swim back and then we just see the dock. It was going one direction. Then you just see it turn around. Yeah. I just love that. So good. And then it just starts chasing him. But apparently the shark just lets go and he's just he the guy is OK. And you just see the part of the dock just go right onto land. It's yeah. Like, Jesus. And it's like it demonstrates how strong the shark is. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, it's like. Without showing the shark, because, you know, everyone, I feel like everyone kind of knows that the animatronic that they built Mm -hmm. was was like a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. And apparently the first day of shooting, they set it all up and it just sank to the bottom (laughs) the bottom of the ocean. And they're like, well, fuck. So he did change some stuff. Yeah. I think this kind of thing seems like it was planned. But some of that stuff where he's like, all right, we can't show the shark then Mm -hmm. in a lot of this. So it's like, oh. What a perfect way to like represent that. Yeah. And it's just a piece of floating dock and it's scary. So now we are at the part that you were just talking about how mm-hmm. it's all of these bounty hunters and people just who are not from the town. It's, it's like dumb. chaos. Yeah. And we're introduced to Richard Dreyfus's Matt Hooper, who is from the Oceanography Institute. I didn't, I didn't write the name down properly, but he's mm-hmm. from some institute and he's like study sharks. Here's a fun fact. Did you know that Richard Dreyfus is upset that he will never be able to play a black character in a movie now? Huh. Yeah. Yeah. There was this now? interview. Yep. It came out like a couple months ago. Didn't didn't know about that. And I and I saw it recently. I was like, oh no. He's and like, wait a second. Fucking goddamn woke 
can't do blackface. It's like, pretty well, much. I don't, it's been a while, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> where that hasn't been super cool to do. So, yeah. And something about like the whole Oscar diversity rule makes him want to vomit. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. So I just I wanted to bring that cool up. Guy. I knew so as I was watching, I was like, I like Richard Dreyfus, And then I was like, wait a second. <laughs> why does that feel wrong? Yeah. But you know, this happened. is, well, you know, I, I, I like his character in this. Right. So. I just wanted to bring that up because that's always fun, huh? Yeah, you know, he he played the character well, even though he's a big old stinky turd. That happens. So I don't know if I already said this, but one of my favorite bits is when the all of the bounty hunters and people are out in their boats and the one guy just takes a piece of dynamite and just hucks it as there's like a boat like super close. And you just see it like go off next. Yeah, to it's guy. just like haphazard, like just chaos. Yeah, it's- people blowing shit up and shooting the water or whatever and people loading up guns and overfishing lines and yeah there's like 20 dudes on a boat it's like what the fuck are you guys doing and in a funny moment that another funny moment Uh where hooper is like hey you guys should get out of there you're you're all gonna die or they they start like shitting on him he's like all right well he's like well you're you're dead you're dead well hooper is here to look at chrissy's body and he 100 percent confirms that this was no boating accident it was a shark. He yeah. is like lifting up parts of the body and looking at it. And he's clearly upset. And it's just like, oof, this is bad news bears. Yeah. And you can tell he's like, what the fuck, you guys? What do you do? Because the other corner dude is there in the corner looking ashamed. Yeah. And he's like, this is obviously not a boat. And the dude's just like quietly like, I know. The hunters end up bringing back a shark. And everyone is just like super pumped at this moment. And uh, Hooper is looking at it. And he's like, I... It's like a one uh, hundred shot chance that this is the shark that has mm-hmm. murdered these two people, murdered, killed these two people. <laughs> Imagine like the shark with like a little knife. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. He's like malicious. <laughs> yeah. He like measures the jaws and he's like, I mean, it could have been, it could be, I guess, but yeah. the jaws don't match. It's a different bite radius. Yeah. Uh, he wants to open it up, but then the mayor kind of brings up a decent point where he's yeah. like, I don't want to open this thing up if this is the shark, because just I, like uh, on the dock in front of all these people. Because the shark's digestive system takes a while mm-hmm. and he wouldn't want Alex's mother to be there and just see the body roll out. Yeah. He, yeah. He even says something like, yeah, see young, young Alex's body come tumbling out onto the dock or something like that. I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be pretty rough. Speaking of Alex's mom, she shows up. Speaking and, of the devil. Yeah. She gives Brody a big old slap because she just found out that he knew about Chrissy dying and that he did nothing to close the beaches. And I got to say, I cannot believe he did not like point at the bear and be like, are you kidding me? Like, talk to this, this fucking, fucking guy. guy. I had the signs. I was going to put it up. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to do that. I was wondering through the whole movie, like what's the power hierarchy here? I mean, assuming because he's the chief of police and you know, in some cases they can over like the mayor isn't like, I tell the police what to do. I don't think, I don't know. I don't know how it works. But it's a but- small town. So it's like, you listen to me, Sonny. Um, and it is, he is, he just moved. I think he's only been. Right. It was like a year. couple of days or something like that. Right. Oh, really? Or was it? Nah, I don't know. I don't know. Might've been. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, that slap was real. I could tell. She apparently could not fake slap. Like they kept trying to do it and it looked really bad. Yeah. So they're like, I guess just slap him <laughs> for real. And they had to do 17 takes. And it doesn't look, it looks more of like a, like you're hitting him. Not yeah, really he slapping. was like, it fucking hurt. Yeah. Oof. And like she knocked his glasses off in a couple of takes. He's like, God damn. Well, yeah, that's, that's rough. I mean, hey, acting back in the 70s, you do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. I can't do that in Hollywood these days anymore. You know what I mean? What? I can't be black now? <laughs> what? Because I'm white? 
Richard, <laughs> what did you get here? <laughs> well, this obviously upsets Brody because he's like, you know, she's she's not wrong. But again, I just go back to whole. It's not his fault. Mm-hmm. It's the mayor. Well, that night he's she's been drinking, clearly Feeling guilty. And then Hooper shows up and there's a funny scene where he pours himself like an entire glass of wine and his wife and Hooper's little glasses. Mm-hmm. And this is when Hooper is telling him a little bit about his backstory, how he loves sharks, how he got like attacked by a shark when he was a kid, but it just fascinated him and that he's planning on leaving. And what they should do is open up the shark. Yeah. Also, they talk about how this shark is probably one that has gone rogue. And there's this theory of it being like Uh, territorialism or something like that. Yeah. Then they will stay in one area because it's a healthy feeding ground. Right. They're theorizing that that's what this could be. So they end up going down to the dock and they open it up and all they find is cans, fish and a license plate. Mm-hmm. And you were telling me. Oh, yeah. But I think there was. A, so in I think it was Deep Blue Sea, they find a license plate in its teeth. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was the same license plate that they found in this little shark, little shark, this shark, mm. um, a little nod to Jaws. Love, love those last references. Episode. Yeah. They decide to take a boat out. They keep drinking, which is fun. And mm-hmm. they end up discovering Ben Gardner's boat. It is just derelict and abandoned. And there's just like shit floating around. It looks like there's a chunk taken out of the top of it, too. Yeah, it looks like a bite. Yeah. So Hooper is just like, ah, you know what? I'm going to go in and check it out. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's crazy. But yeah, B, I'm like, dude, what the hell? He's like, what is uh? we have to do it at night because that's it's feeding time or whatever. Right. And I'm like, yeah, that's what you don't do it at night. <laughs> he puts on his fucking scuba gear. Mm-hmm. I do like the ship had like lights it would light up the water right around the boat yeah i was like oh that's cool yeah the entire boat was designed for that kind of stuff yeah it was really that's really it. interesting to see lowered himself in started swimming around with a flashlight and what does he find finds a fucked up boat that's what he finds he sure does um and he's looking he's like there's like a bite like a bite mark almost on the underside mm-hmm. and he's like inspecting it and looking closer and closer and i was like really leaning in to be like what does he does he see some kind of like and he finds a shark tooth mm-hmm. and it's a big shark tooth. Sure is. And he's like, holy shit. And he starts to like do uh, inspect some more. And then a fucking body like floats <laughs> into the screen with a missing eyeball. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> scare the shit out of me. <laughs> I have that in my notes. Jump scare. <laughs> shark tooth. Apparently that was added in. Really? Yeah. Spielberg was like, I want another jump scare. I like that. Add a, add a body in here. At, like in theaters, that one got me mm-hmm. and I, I knew it was coming. I was waiting to see if it would actually get you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't definitely did. Yeah. Well, that also causes him to drop the shark tooth and, and his just, flashlight. Yeah, he just swims right back up and they just fucking take off. The next day, both Hope, both Hooper and Brody end up going to the mayor and they're like, hey, this is a great white shark. I saw its tooth. If it's this mm-hmm. big, it's going to be like the actual creature itself is going to be huge. And the mayor just keeps on going like, can't do that. Fourth of July is tomorrow. This is money time. Yeah. And he's like, show me the tooth. Yeah. And he's like, ah, he's like well, I dropped it. I can't. Come on, man. Yeah. We also see the famous Vandalize Amity Island sign. Where mm-hmm. it's, uh, no, there's a shark fin behind the girl on the tube or the, the life raft. And. Her eyes are wide. It's like, oh, no, a shark and like a word bubble. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And they even point out he's like, Mayor, you see the the fucking proportions on that billboard there? And it's like a big ass fin. And he's like, that is accurate. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have the crowds all arriving and they're all on the beach and going through the town. Mm-hmm. And Brody has set up like watchtowers 
There's a helicopter. Helicopter. There are people in boats patrolling the waters. Mm -hmm. And I really liked how the mayor goes up to some, you know, some families like, uh, why aren't you in the water? And they're like, well, I just started putting on suntan lotion. He's like, you need to go in the water now. He's like, no one's in the water. You need to go swim. And, <laughs> and he's he like, just... what was crazy, though, too, is I was like, OK, I guess he's going to go swim. And he stands up and he's kind of like, OK. And then he like grabs the hands of his kids. And yep. I'm like, dude, I thought it was just going to be the wife. I forgot that he takes his kids in there. Yeah, too. Like, just why don't you leave your family on the shore and you swim around for a little bit? It's pretty fucked up. He's like, OK, I guess I'll lead my whole family to death. And then that it seems like people are like, oh, cool. So we're OK to go in the water. Like, yeah, you know, we're humans are lemming like in nature. So they all just follow him into the water and everyone's like, yeah, cool. Yeah. OK, my boat. Woo so Brody's son is about to take his boat into the ocean, too, with his friends. Yeah. But Brody is like, go, please go into the pond. It's safer there. And the kid's like, fine. All right, whatever. Which I don't I didn't fully understand because it's like, isn't it just like a little area, a different part of the beach? It's just under a bridge or something. I it's maybe it's like shallower. That. It's shallower, That's probably, probably what it is. and it's probably there's like another route that the water because even the kids like that. That's that spots for grannies or something like that. That's for old old women or old ladies. Yeah. Well, then do it for your old man. That's right. That's a good line. Well, yeah, they go into the pond, and now we have Finn is spotted. Just kind of going about and just everyone fucking panics. Mm -hmm. That was maybe I would say the scariest part of the movie. Really? Yeah. Just the idea of like everyone in the water and then you just see like a shark fin glide through. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, that's so spooky. And it's so like real looking. It was really well done. And this causes everyone to freak out and they're like oh. tripping over each other and pushing each other and shoving mm -hmm. each other. And you see people just like falling down. It kind of reminded me of the scene of. Uh, Piranha. Piranha. But, you know. Much more, much less bloody at this time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Less um, people motoring boats through other people. Yeah. Well, it's revealed that this is actually just two kids with a homemade fin. Yep. And when they surface, dickhead. it's very funny because they turn around and then it's just a shot of like a guy with a gun aiming it at the kid. And yeah, like, they're Fuck. surrounded by boats, like ready to kill this thing. <laughs> yeah. Fucking kids. Easily could have been just shot right picked out there. of the water. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guess what they actually see now or what some woman sees? The actual shark, and yep. you see it going underneath the bridge, and she's like, "It's in the pond." And then you just see Brody freak the fuck out. Well, there's a moment where he's like, Ugh, "What now?" Yeah, he's like some fucking other thing. And then his wife, yeah, is like, "Brody's in the pond," and he's like, "Huh? What?" And then he like Action gradually mode. is like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit!" And runs over there. We have just some random guy in a boat. Mm -hmm. We see Brody's son and their friends fucking around. We see some guys like, hey, what's up? What's going on? Yeah, because someone oh, because someone on the shore is screaming like uh, it's in the pond. And he's like, hey, are you guys OK over there? Yeah. And it's like weird little tiny boat. And we have kill number four. <laughs> some guy. His boat gets knocked over. Brody's kid's boat gets knocked over. And then you just see this one guy get pulled under. Oh, yeah. There's blood. And we see Brody's kid just go into shock. Mm -hmm. He thankfully gets brought back onto land and then brought to the hospital. He's okay, you know, just diagnosed with shock. Yes. Brody is clearly pissed, and the mayor's there, and he gets all up in the mayor's face, like, All right, you're going to sign this piece of paper saying that Quint will get the money and mm -hmm. that he's going to hunt this thing down. And so he signs it. And now we go to Quint's pad. He's got lots of sh jaws. <laughs> 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 Interesting. Yeah. You're not holding it. Nope. Yeah. Good. Okay. Cool. 
But yeah, they just skeleton shark jaws and he likes to make his own moonshine. And we also now see there is a little bit of tension between Quint and Hooper. They don't yeah. really seem to like each other. Mm-hmm. Get along. Quint, he's just like, he is a weird guy and just spitting all this shit left and right. Everything he says, it's sort of like nonsense and just yeah. sort of like mean, but also not. Kind of very like drunken sailor very. type, you know? While also being which, arrogant. Yeah, which um, apparently he struggled with what, what you do alcohol what abuse in real sailor? life. What, what so certain scenes. Certain scenes. background. Yikes. He would like certain scenes he would be drinking and they're like, you got to not be doing that. Damn. He's like, well, this scene, I'm supposed to be drunk, so I'll drink for it. And then he couldn't do his lines and they're like, cool. So <laughs> great. Well, Quint wants to go alone, but Brody's like, nope, Hooper and I are coming with you. And so they all team up and they get into the boat called the Orca. And the famous trio is born. It's yeah. The next scene we just it's it's character moments and character yeah. building between the three of them as they're preparing for this inevitable battle that is to come. And it's, it's really good. I just love these characters and their dynamic, whether it's Mm -hmm. like arguing or having a quick laugh or something. And it's, it's so good. Mm -hmm. Ah, I love this movie. (laughs) And yeah. Okay. Anyways. I mean, it makes you really care about the characters. Yeah, it does. And it's amusing at the same time. Mm -hmm. Quint feels something pull on his big old line. And I love that he's just the camera angle. It's him just looking at it as you see it slowly start to pull. It's like, and he looks over like, oh, what the fuck? And you can see him slowly like getting ready because it's one of those crazy fish hooks or fish uh, poles too, where yeah. it's like he straps it to this fucking vest thing he's wearing. It straps it to him. And I was like, oh, God, is he going to get pulled out of the boat? <laughs> and then yeah, he takes like the bottom of it and he puts it in like a little hook. Yeah. And like holder. has his feet on this like resistance board. And it's clearly he's like this slow build up to like, which again, I love it's like. This is about to be a fucking battle. Mm-hmm. It's a whole setup. Yeah. And it does eventually grab it and start pulling it. And I think it just is like messing with them. Right. Because then it just stops at a certain point. I think they say well, the, the, boat. the cord snaps. Oh, does it? I missed that. Well, at, well, yeah. At first, I believe it goes under the boat and he's like, it's under the boat. And they're all trying to figure that yeah, out. Yeah. And he's like, you help him do whatever. And they hook another like a. I don't know how fishing works, <laughs> Same. but they hook like another line to that line. I think it's like a support thing and they're both pulling on it oh, and then it snaps. I see. It must have been. And then they're all kind of like, what, what the fuck? And they're like, cause um, Dreyfus is like, oh, it's, it's not a shark. It's just a right. Whatever. It's this other, it's a tuna, all this kind of shit. And then when it snaps the line, I, I forget their names, Quint? but Quint comes over and he's like, oh, just a, just a tuna, huh? And they, apparently it's like some, impressive thing that the fishing line broke i was like it seems so tiny yeah. wouldn't, it, wouldn't anything break that but i guess not apparently not they have a plan to lure it to the surface and tag it with barrels and i believe hooper wants to put a tracker onto it yeah which took me longer than i'd like to admit to to be like what's to realize how why it i mean it i don't the think barrel I thing i'm like why time. are you putting barrels on it it's like oh because they're like buoyant yeah they don't really explain it but they more yeah. sort of say what it will do a little yeah. later and they kind of show it's like oh if if there's uh, based on later scenes it's like oh you tag a shark with a barrel mm-hmm. and then it can't swim down yeah because it's like being held you know and one barrel is supposed to be very impressive right 
this is one of probably my favorite scenes, one of the most iconic scenes from this movie. Mm. We have Brody tossing Chum into the water. And he's like, ah, why do I have to be the one to do this? And he's looking away. And yeah, he's happens? like doing it behind him because he's like, this is bullshit. Oh, what? And what happens? <laughs> oh, uh, we see our first look at the shark. Well, our first good look at the shark. Yep. It comes popping out of the water. It's huge jaws open. And does he? He sees it in that moment, right? Yep. Yeah, he turns around, sees it, and then he just stands up and silently like backs into the as its head goes back under the water. And it just dips back in. Which I again I liked how they did it's like a shark doing shark stuff, Mm -hmm. but it was like scary because it's a big ass shark. But it wasn't like like what sharks wouldn't do that, like weird malicious shit. It was just like "Mm, hungry, like food, and like swimming next to the boat. And it's like that's terrifying enough. Yeah. But anyway, he sees it and like stands up and slowly backs into the like area again i don't know anything about fucking boats and i just love the way he just like shoots up so quickly yeah. and the look on his face <gasps> yeah just so good pure shock yeah and kind of comedic too and you were telling me a fun fact about the scene oh you mean the famous line no the fact that this was the scene where it had to be extended oh oh, oh yeah because our first look at the shark was a big like i don't know if i got a jump scare from it. I was like, oh, damn, that's fucking crazy. But apparently when they screened the movie, people freak the fuck out <laughs> at that scene. I mean, it is big. And there's the famous line right after that. Mm-hmm. The you're going to need a bigger boat. You're going to need a bigger boat or whatever. And it was apparently way closer to that. Like he just stood up and said it. Mm-hmm. And people were too busy freaking out and they missed the line and they missed some other things. So they're like, we had to extend the cut so that there's enough time for people to like calm down. Yeah. Before the movie continues. God, I just love that. That's one of my favorite parts, man. It's it's so good. Yeah. That line was improv also, though, that you're going to need a bigger boat line. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's become one of like the most well-known lines. Mm -hmm. Fucking brilliant, man. Well, we now see the shark swimming next to the boat. We have overhead shots and we just see this thing swimming right on by. And it's apparently a 25 footer. Yeah. It's a big boy. Horrifying. And I got to say, I'm assuming that that was the robotic one, right? I think so. It would have to be because I don't think they could. Get There's a lot of like real shark Bodies stuff sharks, too. Yeah. And where they do like fucking with scale. Yeah. They do like a little mini boat and stuff. But I think that was the fake one. They did such a good job with scale on this. Yeah. I was watching the uh, the Meg the mm-hmm. other day. And one of my issues with that was that because they were all CG, it just the scale really wasn't there. I, I didn't feel like this was an actual thing. It just kind of loses mm-hmm. when you can tell it's fake. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, it was a bit of a bummer. But anyways, we have Hooper attaching a tracker to one of the barrels and Quint uses the harpoon gun to get one of the barrels into the shark's fin. And you see it just start swimming around and then it just goes right underwater and they just have to wait for it to come back up. That night they end up drinking and in another great character scene, they it's it's Cooper and really Quint good. just exchanging stories about scars that they have. Mm-hmm. And it's just like they're, they're not trying to one up each other. They're just like, what about when I hear about this one? It's like showing off. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it seems like a bonding moment where they've been having tension up until this point. Yeah. And then the whole shark experience, I feel like kind of brought them together a little bit. And now they're drinking and bonding and showing each other scars. Yeah, that was really good. And then we get to one of, I think, the coolest monologues of all time. Quint starts telling them about a tattoo that he had removed, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was of the the USS Indianapolis. Now, the sinking of the Indianapolis is something that actually did happen, which I think Yikes. is very interesting. Yeah. yeah. But in Quint's story, he tells about how he was 
I think transporting the the atom bomb. This was at the end of World War II that this happened. Right. And he ended his ship got hit by Japanese submarines mm-hmm. sinking the boat. Torpedoes. And then yeah, and the crew was just left in the water. And because it was such like a top secret mission, no one knew. There was no distress signal sent, mm-hmm. and no one knew that they had been sunk. They're just sitting there, like he said, like floating in life in their like life jackets, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all arm in arm or whatever, like in groups, clusters, like just trying to stay alive, afloat. And it took them a little while to realize that people were starting to go missing. Mm -hmm. And it turned out that there were sharks that were coming after them. So fucked. And it is like that's this monologue is so good. He goes like it's so believable. Mm -hmm. And you just see him transported into this other world. And I believe he says or he says one of these classic lines. You know the thing about a shark is getting lifeless eyes black eyes like a doll's eye and i love using that like when he, when i reference michael myers i use that mm-hmm. quote i use that quote and anything i see when i'm just like that thing is not real mm-hmm. human and he says that there was eleven thousand that went in and only 300 came out yikes due to the shark just i don't, being I don't picked away by sharks i don't think that's a real fact about the thing but then that's but just in the context of yeah. the movie yeah spooky dude definitely sets the tone yeah and then I think this is when he also says this is like, this is why he'll never wear a life jacket again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause he's like, yeah, the dark ass fucking situation apparently. So, okay. To go back to what I was saying about him drinking on set. Yeah. This is one of the scenes where he's like, well, we're all supposed to be drinking. So why don't I drink? And he drinks a bunch and he gets drunk and he can't deliver his lines. And he's trying to do the monologue and he can't. I feel like there was a scene where he did look different mm-hmm. than an earlier scene when it was kind of going back and forth between characters. Yeah. And he so just, they did it a bunch of times and, and like it was just a whole wasted day of filming. Damn, that's not cheap. And he called Spielberg and was like, I fucked up. Like, l- give me another chance to do it. I want to really nail this monologue. Mm-hmm. So the next day they come and he does it in one take. Damn. Yeah. And I'm assuming that's, and that's the that take they use in the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's so and it's good. It's so good. Yeah. It's like, damn, respect. The barrel ends up reappearing and the shark starts smashing into the boat and you see like parts That's some horror movie shit right there of the inside. Yeah, start to bend in and it causes leaks and you see water starting to slowly seep in and then it just kind of fucks off again. That morning, the barrel is back and we have more of the shark swimming next to the boat and mm-hmm. around the boat. Uh, like stalking. Yeah, you have Brody just freaking out. He's trying to shoot it with his guns. And yeah, then he goes, I loved him, just like pulls out his fucking pistol and yeah. starts firing at it. He's using the rifle too. He can't yeah. hit shit. And he goes to radio for more help. He's like, we need a bigger boat. And this is when Quint just smashes the fucking radio. I don't really know why. I think I was going to say, do you have a theory? I have a theory. My theory is that he wanted to do this himself. Yeah. It's his Moby Dick moment. Yeah. Of yeah like, that makes sense. I came here to kill the shark and I'm it's, you know, it's that, it's that weird pride thing of like when two people are fighting and then. And then they both like throw it on their swords. And it's like, we're going to do this with our hands. Mono E shark. I'm a man. I don't need Coast Guard's help. It's like, or we could just call the Coast Guard. <laughs> it's we're all easier. eaten by fucking sharks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Three men versus one twenty-five <sighs> foot. Three ton. Great. Yeah. White. No, thanks. So I think the shark has bitten through the first barrel or they ended up reeling it back in. And then they have to attach two more barrels to it. Yes. And then there's this whole chase where they go after it. And they it stops and they end up tying the rope 
that's attached to the shark and the barrels to the back of the boat. Mm-hmm. And they try to start pulling it inland. And it looks like, I mean, it, I was like, it starts to work. Yeah. It seems like it's working. Yeah. But then, you know, they notice one of the, I forget what they're called, but the things you tie rope to mm-hmm. is loose. Right. Yeah. Oh, and then we do see the shark come up and they even say it's trying to bite through the <laughs> yeah, rope. Yeah. You see just kind of chomping down back and forth, like, moving its head. This. Yeah. <laughs> that was, I would say probably out of any scene in the movie, I was like, that looks pretty fake it it did shark. but, but it was like it was kind of a funny moment anyway so yeah and it worked the shark ends up pulling back now yeah and like mm-hmm. you were saying the hooks that the rope is tied to just come right off was that there was a moment where it was tied to the boat mm-hmm. I, I think it was during this scene where it starts swimming around the boat yeah i think it's around and this. the boat starts turning yeah, yeah and yeah, i was yeah, like yeah. fuck that's crazy it's just like pulling the boat with it and i feel i felt like in that moment it changed from feeling like some dudes on a boat, like getting this shark, like mm-hmm. fishing basically. And it turned it into like, Oh dang, they're so vulnerable. Yep. Cause the shark's just like fucking with the boat and pulling it around. It's like, Oh dang, the whole dynamic just shifted in my head in that moment. They're in the shark's territory. Yeah, exactly. Now, yeah. And there's nothing around. I think too, when the shark is pulling the boat, you see the back of it start to go in the water too. And yeah. you see water, more water just piling in mm-hmm. and it just, it's so upsetting. And they've shown a couple times now where like if too much water comes in, it mm-hmm. seeps into the like engine room. Yeah. And they're like, water keeps getting in the engine. It'll fuck it up. Yeah. Well, once the the wires or the, the rope breaks, mm-hmm. they realize like the shark is fucking with them sort of. And it, they start to go inland and it starts chasing them. And like you were saying, the dynamic has now shifted the power mm-hmm. and it knows what it can do. And because Quint is, again, so intent on doing what he wants, as you were saying, the the engine has already been fucked up. They've been trying to repair that. He ends up pushing the boat too hard and mm-hmm. the engine just fucking shuts down. And so now like bursts into flames pretty much. Yeah. And they are now stranded. Yep. Essentially, you see Hooper go into the bottom of the boat or a certain part of the boat and it's just like flooded. Just fully flooded. Yeah. He grabs the bits of a, of a cage that he brought with him and he comes to the conclusion that I can get this thing if I can insert like poison into its mouth. So I, yeah, he brought his like high tech poison. What is that? What is it? Like a spear almost. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah, attach a needle and and Mm -hmm. pump and all that. Brody's like, you're crazy. And Hooper's like, do you have any better ideas? And then (laughs) then just just cuts to him getting in the cage. Yeah. 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 I like that. Well, he is in the cage and he sees it in the distance and it's a pretty freaky shot. And oh, yeah. Makes a beeline for him that swims around and go, disappears from his vision. And then it just comes up behind him, smashes into the cage. And off of that first hit, too, the, the bars are already bent. Yeah, enough where he could, like, just climb out if he wanted, probably. And because uh, he's really good at getting scared, he ends up dropping the spear with the poison in it. Good job, Richard. <laughs> Once again, you're dropping a shark tooth. You're dropping the spear to kill this thing. <laughs> yep. Well, it comes right back around and is smashing its face into it and slowly getting the bars open. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's lights out for, for Hooper here. Yeah, it looks like he's just chomping down on him. It, yeah. For, for a, a moment there. I'm like, oh, dang. Okay, he's getting eaten. And he manages to escape through the top. The shark is too distracted or maybe its head is stuck a little bit. It kind of, Yeah, it looked kind of like it was wrapped up in the cables almost. Yeah, I think like it was wriggling around because they're like trying to pull up the cage and yeah. it's bending the shit on the ship. And I think this is when they use real shots of a shark. I think so, too. Because it was like so fluid and flappy. Yeah. The one thing they said was the scale got fucked up just a little bit because it had a rope in its mouth. Ah. And the jaw of the real shark, obviously, is not as big as like jaws. Yeah. 
but everything else like the cage is miniaturized and the person inside is miniaturized it's like a it's like a mannequin or something that's cool um well hooper has cool. swum out and he is now just hiding in some coral he's like yeah, i'm just yeah, gonna hang that. out here he's like fuck this dude <laughs> Quint and Brody pull up the cage and it is empty. It also fucked up the and ship. Like, like you said, it right. tore it right off. And the cage, they see the cage is all like torn to shit. So they're uh, basically like, well, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah. Clearly. And we have just an insane shot of the shark breaching up with its top half of its torso just mm-hmm. right onto the ship. Yeah. It is pulling it down. This is I one is one of the scenes I remember. Is I remember the hey. shark being on the ship, like torso up. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, Quint ends up slipping because it's just water everywhere. Yeah. And he slides right into its mouth. And it is a bit of a grisly scene where you see it chomp down like on his leg and then the rest of his body goes in and bright blood starts pop like pouring out of his mouth. Yeah. We have kill number four. I wasn't expecting that one. Really? Yeah. I thought that I thought I thought all three of them made it. He was a victim of his own petard. Yep. He let that Moby Dick just get him in the dick. And did you notice earlier, I forgot to mention. Don't hit it. It's not when, worth it. Oh, you mean this guy right here? No. <laughs> you saying, don't even want me to hit the nope, laugh button. Nope. Um, <laughs> uh, when he walks out the life vest, he throws them each a life mm. vest and he didn't get one for himself. Yeah. Because of the, what you're saying, where Same he's like, story. I will never wear a life vest again. Ever again. After that moment. But yeah. And. He's not going to do much of anything ever again, if you know what I mean, because he got chomped and he got eaten. And you just see him get, or he goes inside the mouth and you just see the yeah. head go right back into the water. I was like, fuck, okay. Yeah, again, just a moment where it was extraordinarily bloody mm-hmm. and just surprising. Just gruesome, yeah. yeah. Well, the ship is just absolutely fucked. Brody goes into the front of it and then you just see the shark smash its big old fucking head straight through and it's yep. chomping on him or trying to chomp dude, on him. Dude, this moment, I felt so like, I'm like, you're done, dude. Yeah, like, like, what are you like I do? knew he, I, or I assumed he wouldn't yeah. be, but I was trying to put myself in his shoes and it's just like, you just saw this guy get fully eaten in front of you. The yep. ship is 90% underwater. Yep. You're in the middle of the ocean. Well, you're in the ocean. You're not in the middle of the ocean. And it's like, you're fucked. Like, there's no way. There's no radio. And even if there was, it's already underwater at this point. Right. And like you said, you're in the front of the ship and a f- massive shark comes crashing in. It's like, good yeah. luck. He, what is he? He throws a gas can. He, not a gas. He, the compressed air. Yeah. Because earlier they foreshadowed, it, like it got knocked around and it was like, be careful with those. They could explode. the Yeah. Boat. It was like the scuba tanks. Yeah. And he throws one into Jaws's mouth. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes him back off. He's like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> that's metal. Yeah. Ugh, ew. Brody uses that opportunity to climb up onto the mass. And mm-hmm. then you just see it appear right underneath him. And Brody just has this, this spear and he's just fucking just poking fucking the shit out of his it. face. Yeah. <clears throat> and it is still just going after him. Yeah. I think he, what, how, why does it go away? I think it just, he gets annoyed. He's getting stabbed a lot. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> so like regroups. Yeah, it goes and back And then he to grabs, uh, he had grabbed like a rifle mm-hmm. from the, from the ship somewhere. And like you just said, the ship is nine was 90% underwater. It is now, now 95. Like, yeah. 98. It's like literally the, the, the nose the yeah. and the mast mast. I think so. Why does it sound weird? I don't know. Of the ship. It's just like those two peak points. And it's just on its side too. Yeah. <laughs> he's slowly just getting close. As he climbed water. up on that thing, I'm like, dude, go the other way. <laughs> it feels like he's just like tilting it more into the water. Yeah. It's but he like madness. lays on his side it's along cool the look. mast, yeah, with his rifle, and he's just like taking aim. Mm-hmm. I was like, very cool. 
he's firing off some shots and he's just like, come on, open your mouth, open your mouth. And yeah, it's show me that closer tank. and closer. And it opens its mouth just enough. And what does he say? I actually don't remember. <laughs> Smile, you son of a bitch. Smile, you son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. He shoots the tank. <laughs> Huge explosion. So it, satisfying. It's just there's blood and guts just everywhere. It's just, yeah, the top half is gone. You see like the back end and the tail or the fin just slowly sinking as there's just blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. And his reaction is great. He's just like, ha ha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then LO Cool J comes out from the top of the boat and he's like, ha, this shark's not so smart. He's like, hey, Brody, bring me some sushi. Yeah, you like, you like eating fish? And then it goes, turn out when now, and it plays a rap song deepest by LL Cool J. Deepest blue is sea. Deepest Big old fin shark. Gonna get eaten. That's that, that was actually old Jaws. The alternate ending. Uh, oh, that's right. We were watching the special edition. Yeah, we watched it after. So the in movie. the original, in the very original, Brody is pumped up, and then we have Hooper just pop up out of nowhere. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> hey, yeah, he's like. <laughs> I, there was an explosion. There's blood. I guess I'll see what's going on. <laughs> and like he just swims over to him, and you can see um, Brody. Brody's reaction. Yeah, just like, oh shit, you're alive, basically. <laughs> and then they both just look at each other and laugh. Yeah, and then unfortunately, they have to both acknowledge that Quint didn't make it. Yeah, but then they end up using the barrels and the debris to make like a little raft. Mm-hmm. And our final shot. And they have like little. They use their little like. Um, Flippers. flippers or whatever yeah and they just start paddling in and they were you could see land in the background yeah. because they were heading back inland to try they're and getting close shallow yeah. waters and they use the current and the tide to just slowly kick themselves into land and then brody goes uh yeah I used to not like water or something like that and then dreyfus goes couldn't imagine why or something and they goes <laughs> <laughs> Credits roll over them swimming back to shore. And that is Jaws original Jaws. My God. My goodness. Jeff, let's move into the final thoughts of this movie. Okay. First of all, did you like this movie? Yeah, this movie was great. Thank God. Lives up to its namesake. Oh, I, I, again, I've seen this movie so many countless times and it is every time just as compelling. It's a two hour movie. Mm-hmm. I'd watch it again. Yeah. Like right the, now. This is a movie I don't feel the length of. And no. that's what I love, especially when it's a two hour movie. I feel like we've been watching a lot of hour and a half movies. Mm-hmm. And if they're good, it flies by. Or even if they're bad, it takes a little while. But I, I, I am now worried that some movies will be like two hours and 15 minutes and it's like ooh that didn't need to be like this yeah but it's this like oh you feel it did this had a lot of moments that we didn't really talk about or we sort of glazed over because it was more mm-hmm. about the characters and tons and of interaction stuff, yeah. yeah and it is just it's so good every moment in this is is useful and mm-hmm. necessary it has that i'm sorry i'm telling you what i like about this movie now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. jeff did i like this movie just pretend like i asked you thank you i love this movie yeah. so much Everything about it is brilliant. The acting, the actors, mm-hmm. I love it. It forms like the trio. Yeah. You have the the nerd. The dynamic between the three of them is so good. Yeah. You have the nerd, the bad boy, and the, I guess, like the cut. It's kind of like City Boy. Yeah. There's City the, boy. Yeah. There's drunken sailor, nerdy sailor, and then City Boy. City Boy cop. Yeah. Because he's like, a, well, even the nerdy boy, City Boy, too. Because, uh, uh, true. He's a rich he's boy. He's like, oh, your, your hands, you got City. City hands. Yeah. 
And yeah, well, you would say that Brody is like a fish out of water. (gasps) (laughs) I think I like it better when we could let go and it would stop. (laughs) Now you're trapped in it. I am and I don't like it anymore. Well, yeah. uh, What what were some of the things that you enjoyed about this movie? Sorry, Jeff. I mean, all the same things. Mm -hmm. So fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, it was mainly, again, like the characters, the the acting, like all uh, all of it. The cinematography, I wanted to mention, oh, actually. so good. I mean, obviously, it's Spielberg, so mm-hmm. surprise, surprise. But one of his, like, trademark things of, which I didn't notice until I was watching someone do, like, uh, uh, you know, like a YouTube, what would you call that? Where they talk about Spielberg's directing style or whatever, mm-hmm. where he'll have a shot framed, and then he'll, like, follow an actor as they walk into a different part of the room and then it reframes and then it follows them through a doorway and it re- it's like really long tracking shots, but it does like three or four different framed shots and it's all in one take. It's very cool. I don't think I've ever like, I never noticed it. That. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta watch that video. Yeah. There's a scene this. like right in the beginning where they do it. And I'm like, God, that is so like compelling. That sounds really cool. I, I gotta yeah. check that out. It like, it like pulls you into the story and it's just people like, well, yeah, I was at the store the other day and blah, blah, blah. It's like, it would be boring, but it's so like, oh. It's compelling. Yeah, this there, whole thing is good. There is this one shot that I even brought up to you when we were watching the movie. It's of Quint when he's standing on the very front of the boat and it's like the sun going down. Oh, totally. And the ocean in the background and he's shadowed mm-hmm. and it's just, he's leaning back. It's such a cool shot. I feel like this is one of those movies you could pull out. I, I wouldn't say any because the footage is old yeah but like most shots and it's just like a beautiful like photograph mm-hmm. you know beautifully yeah. composed photograph so one oh, thing so good that i really liked about this movie was that because the mechanical shark kept breaking down and it was just mm-hmm. a piece of junk was that it steven spielberg he said that it forced him to have to make things more like like hitchcock where it, mm-hmm. it's about what you don't see that right. you really fear and he planned on having the shark so much more in this movie because he literally couldn't, he had to do this whole new style. Mm-hmm. And, and it works so it well. Works. He called and, it the big white turd. <laughs> that's a bummer. Yeah. And it also makes the actors really have to sell this shit. Like, totally. Because we're not seeing it, but they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You need to really make the audience believe that. And that also is just impressive with all of these actors, too. And they are all very talented actors. All, all three oh, yeah. of them despite some of them being a little bit more weird than the others. <laughs> I would say the shark's scariest when you just see the fin. Yeah. Like you, you were know? saying when there was that Ugh. whole, uh, the, the beach scene. Yeah. And, Wait, it and it's like shark. a little kid even. Yeah. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> this movie is scary. good at making you feel tense. It gets you, it hits you right in like the feels of certain mm-hmm. moments. Like the kid, you would not expect a kid to die. Yeah. Holy especially shit. Especially with a literal burst of blood and water shooting oh, up yeah. as he dies. It was brutal. Yeah. And Quinn's dad. It was very just like it happened like and then visceral. it was over. Yeah. Yeah. And again, always I love when it would go from something intense happening to just absolute quiet. Mm-hmm. The shark Me goes too. under the water and it's just gone and there's nothing to be said. I feel like done. that was such a that was a technique they used a lot in this movie was the like, okay, there's like chaos or a lot of things happening and then silence. Yeah. And like the that side by side. Oh, it makes it so tense. So this is. Based off of a book. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I don't really know a lot about the book. I didn't really look too much into it, but I do know that there was a couple subplots dropped uh, in the book. There is something going on between like the town and the mafia. Right, right. There is also um, a relationship or it was like a romantic subplot, right? Hooper and Brody's wife. And I remember reading that Spielberg didn't want that in there because he thought it would take away from the camaraderie between the three the three boys, the mm-hmm. three trios, amigos is what I was looking for. The three, the three amigos. amigos. What a great movie. Um, yeah, Spielberg was even quoted as saying like, he's like, when I was reading the book, I was rooting for the shark. The, <laughs> the, the characters are so unlikable. unlikable. Yeah. And I love that I was reading yeah too, that he would bring on like friends who were good and like comedic things. Mm-hmm. Because of the delay with the shark, it gave him more time to work on the script and other things nice. to kind of like polish it and fine mm-hmm. tune it. So, again, a blessing, a, cu- a curse, curse and a blessing, however yeah. the saying goes. And I do like, I always feel for, like, that would suck to be the author. And Absolutely. you're like, I wrote this thing, it's being made into a movie. And then the director's like, yeah, well, I didn't like all this shit, so I'm going to change it. Like, that in general, I would say, usually the villain of that story is the director, but I'm like, but I agree with the director this time. Like, and your so book sounds bad. Everyone. I and they changed the ending, apparently. And the really? author was pissed off and they kicked him off the set because he was like helping. What was the original ending? I don't know. Oh, I'm assuming. Brody I just dies heard he something. was like, uh, oh, Cooper dies, I think. I don't know. Very angry about the climax. And they're like, had to make him leave. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this is I've not read the book. I don't know if I ever will, but I'm probably going to say the movie's better. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Wow, uh, a little ranty there. Jeff, let me ask you questions two and three. Okay. Is this a movie you will watch again, and will you show it to somebody? Um, I'll definitely watch it again. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's anyone else who hasn't seen this movie. I think <laughs> that I'm is the last a really one. good point. I forgot about it. But uh, yeah, if no one's, if if I find another person who hasn't seen this, yeah. get ready. Oh, my God. Because I'm going to make you watch it. This is such... It's so good. Yeah, and again, this is more of a... Like I don't know if adventure kind of movie. It has horror elements, mm-hmm. and I did put a poll on the on the Instagram about like do do people consider this a horror movie? Right. And I know I do, because it's about this this creature, this thing that is hunting people, and then totally like you said, it it puts these three characters in its territory, mm-hmm. and it is also huge, and it will at one hundred and ten percent eat you totally. Oh, one other thing I really liked about this movie is I like that it's kind of it's in like two sets or two i was surprised by that yeah what am i trying it's to like the two like acts acts yes yes where it's like the land the island mm-hmm. the beach and then like the ocean yeah i, I really was i didn't that. i don't know why i wasn't expecting that yeah i don't know man yeah. but it's i just really like it's really cool it, it's very distinct as soon as they mm-hmm. take off from uh from the town it's like here we are it's like a whole two. different movie exactly yeah that it's also the isolation that these totally. guys are in yeah after being surrounded by so many townspeople, tourists. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I just, yeah, I just put that Interesting. together. Interesting. Yeah. And then a shark. <laughs> yeah. It, this is a movie. I, if it comes into like the tower theater, or crest theater, or IMAX, which is the last time I saw it, I'm going to see this movie. It, yeah. I mean, now I, I had a weird memory of seeing it in theaters, but I guess not. So mm-hmm. I'd be down to go see it in theaters. I always say this, even if it's a movie I've seen a bunch of times, just seeing it in on the big screen mm-hmm. with a like a such huge a different sound screen. system with other people who mm-hmm. are there, even if it's a small group, it's like we're all here because we love this one thing. Yeah. And it is such a different experience than watching it on your TV. And it's just it's going to be better quality picture mm-hmm. and sound. Yeah. 
So is this a movie that I will watch again? Yes, Jeff, it definitely is. Is this a movie I will show somebody? I'm going to copy your answer. Yeah, if, if there is anyone out there who hasn't <laughs> seen it. Do you think Skylar's seen this? Uh, Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. But if not, you're like, all right, just Skylar. wait till I get home. <laughs> We're about to watch yeah. it again. But like you, there are some people out there who maybe just think they've seen it or just haven't gotten around to it. Or mm-hmm. I like this is a movie I would definitely suggest if you want something spooky, but also with a light tone. Like yeah, light... it's definitely more like anyone can watch this movie. Absolutely. Maybe not children. Yeah. Wait a little longer. I mean, I saw this when I was pretty young. Right. And Even I remember pretty young. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's kind of educational. Well, maybe like 10. Yeah. Maybe nine. I don't know. The official HHOH rating, MPAA, uh, it's going to be nine years old and older. Yeah, let's go with that. I think this movie was shown to me because we went to Martha's Vineyard a bunch. And and they wanted to ruin it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think my dad was like, hey, want to see uh, that movie that was filmed here? I don't know that if that's true sense. or not, but I just I love going there every mm-hmm. year and just associating like, yeah, this is where Joss was. I'm, I was I was like, that's the closest I've ever been to anything movie related. Right. You know? That is cool. Yeah, it's such a cool feeling. It's like Hollywood, baby. All righty, Jeff, let's move into the rating of this movie. Out of five boats that we're going to need that are bigger. Mm. How many boats that are bigger would you give this movie? How many? How many? Bigger boats. I mean, five. Yes. I got to give it a perfect score. Yes, you do. Oh, and just uh, just to really drive in the uh, high rating there. John Williams. I mean, mm. you can't miss the score. That so classic. Is it like what, two notes? Yeah, something like that. And it's like even knowing that and expecting it. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, so good. There was some kind of funny moments that I liked when they were out in the ocean and it would show the shots of the barrels as they're being dragged mm-hmm. and it would kind of go to whimsical like me too i was like this is not what i expected and then it would flash back to the guys in the boat and it's like dun, 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 <laughs> i was like honestly the- i feel like i'm not tense because of yeah. this but i also like that it was like it was almost kind of like back to the future or like adventure yeah i go back and forth on whether or not i like that like I Me do too. like that. I'm like, oh, that's that's fun. You know, it's it's less tense. And then I'm also like, but it would be I feel like it's I would like, feel more harrowed. If yeah, it feels like a tense moment. I'm like, but I'm <laughs> but it's like, whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. I guess everyone's fine. Yeah. You know how many uh, bigger boats I would give this movie? How many? Five, five bigger boats. Bigger five boats. Out of five. We, this is another. We haven't done this in a while. I don't, I don't think. think we've done a perfect score in a while. A matching perfect score in a while. That's right. Again, the music, the cinematography, the characters, the script, the the feeling, the yeah, maybe it's because I saw it when I was younger. But this is just I mean, uh, it's just such classic. a classic. And yeah, like we mentioned earlier, this movie spawned pretty much the shark horror mm-hmm. genre. And I mean, the other ones aren't. OK, let me say this. Jaws 2. It's better than I remember. How being. many? Sorry. How many are there? Oh. You're going to find out. Okay. Jaws 2. Pretty good, actually. Hmm. You know, like, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, when the worst goes up, you know, take, take that into consideration. Jaws 3 Uh-oh. is pretty trash, but I remember that being my like favorite when I was a kid. <laughs> no, 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 no. Never mind. That's Jaws 4. Jaws 3 God, there's more. is the one with Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid uh, is young here. Young Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid is here. God, I think of that every time I bring up Dennis Quaid's name. Uh, it takes place at SeaWorld. 
And I believe nice. there are two sharks in that one. Mm-hmm. And then there is Jaws 4, The Revenge. That is, well, that was my favorite when I was, was a kid. That was your favorite? That one, I think, is, well, I mean, besides number one. Of course. That, I think, is now my favorite in terms of it being absolute garbage. <laughs> because let me tell you what this movie's about. I think uh, Sheriff Brody, Chief Brody's died, and it's just his wife and uh, the kids. And she's like, you know what? We're going to move somewhere else. And it turns out that this shark is actually out for revenge because it's like the son of Jaws or something. And so they go to like a completely different part of the world with Michael Caine. And the only reason he did this movie was for a paycheck. I was going to say, why are so many good (laughs) actors in these horrible movies? (laughs) And... um, it's pretty much about the shark taking revenge on the Brody like family line. Right. And Lorraine has to be the one to to fire hell. I don't remember her name, but she has to be the one to fight the shark. And it is just absolute trash. <laughs> but it's it's I remember being fun. The only um, Jaws sequel I remember is the one from Back to the Future. Ah, two. Jaws 28. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. The holographic Jaws. Hey, shark still looks fake. <laughs> I won't push it because I appreciate you're of it now. that. Yeah, this everything about this movie. I think this is like a pretty much perfect movie. Yeah, I, I have to say that about a lot of older movies. I think maybe because they were perfecting techniques and maybe just because it's harder to do new things. I, uh-huh. I mean, I'm sure I've seen more modern movies where I'm like, that is a near perfect movie. But mm-hmm. this has everything. It has a lot of like I already mentioned sort of genres, adventure, horror, like thrills. The music. Well, I feel like also when you're looking back, it's like, well, there have been so many movies. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some little just perfect movies that stand out. Like 10 years from now, we'll look back and be like, well, there's like, here's the six that ended up being yeah, perfect. Obviously, you know, Tenant. The Phantom. The Phantom. Starring Billy Zane. Oh obviously a perfect movie. Uh, five fun, stars out of 10. Fun fact, everyone. I mean, <laughs> 10 out of 5. We will be going to the Sinister Future Con here in October, and we will be trying to meet Billy Zane. That's right. Come say hey. It, I mean, we don't have a booth or anything. We're just going to be there bonking around. We're going to be like, Billy Zane, can you tell us everything that happened to you in The Phantom, please? Billy Zane, can you sign my butt? <laughs> anyway. And then my poster? Yeah. And my VHS? Speaking of Billy Zane, he was on a big boat. Speaking of big boats, Whoa. this movie's about a big boat. This movie, uh, it's And not by about big a, boat, I mean shark. It's about a boat that needed to be bigger. That's right. Yeah. Well, that is uh, uh, our unanimous... Just perfect. Would you say this is a near perfect movie? Well, of course. Five stars out of five. Is there and by stars, sh- I mean bigger boats that bigger we boats. need. Is there anything you would change? That's a great question. Would I change anything about this movie? Nope. I don't I know, think so. Like There are some movies where like, well, if they had done this differently, right. I, I think I would have enjoyed it more. But yeah, everything, I'm just like, don't change it. Yeah, that's Keep great. The way it is. I like that the mayor is sort of like a villain, but he's, you know. But he's, he's also like, I don't know. I just want to keep my town going. You know, he's not like overdone villain. It's just like greedy mayor guy. Yeah. And there was that moment when Brody was trying to, was getting him to sign the paper to get Quint. And you see, he's very shaken. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And then Brody's clearly angry, but the mayor's like, you know, my family was on that beach too. And I'm like, right. oof, that is, you know, he's like, I wasn't just knowingly putting you in danger. It's yeah. like, he was, was trying to look out for the town and right. We know who the real villain is. The shark. The shark. Yeah. A.K.A. Bruce. That's right. And, you know, if this shark hadn't gone rogue like Tom Cruise does in every Mission Impossible movie. You son of a bitch. Yeah. If you get in trouble, the IMF will disavow any knowledge. Hasta lasagna. Don't get any on you. 
Uh, here's a question. Yes. You ever been on the Universal Studios Hollywood uh, uh, tram experience? Yes, that I features have. the shark. I think I went with you. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I was with somebody else. Did we go together? Maybe no, we did. I don't no, have, maybe. <laughs> I will say, I feel like the. I don't know if it's still even part of it. I think it is. I think it's just the, one of the those iconic Jaws things. Part. Yeah. I think the last few times I've gone, they're like, it's broken down. That sucks. Oh. They're like, oh, here it is. And it's just like still in the water. They're like, I mean, it is there. They would like make jokes about it. Yeah. They're like, hey, just like the movie, right? And you're like, <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I guess. It's like, a, that's fun, I <laughs> guess. me so. out. But yeah, I remember that being fun. The shark did work at least the one time I remember. Oh, going. good. Yeah. And it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So did you ever get married? Uh, at yeah, I would. The shark. <laughs> I already did. Yeah. Nailed that. Check At the that shark. I think you can get married by like the Jaws. You can? I, I maybe used to. Maybe just something I saw in a movie. That's funny. I think it'd be really fun. Oh, okay. Uh, I, not for me, but for somebody else. I mean, I'd like to see it. You know, we're sure, going to get married. I'll see you We've there. already talked about my marriage plans. We're going to jump out of a... Uh, with par- uh, parachutes. With uh, parachutes that have our faces my, on each other. My face is on yours and your face is on mine. So it's going to be you and Fernando and my face is going to be on both of your guys's and then oh, your guys, okay. both of your guys' face will be on mine. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then um, at some point, I'm somehow going to manufacture that someone is wearing a, a Mission Impossible latex mask of my face. And I go up and I say, get away from her, imposter. And then I'm going to punch him and pull off the mask and say, mission accomplished. And Tom Cruise will be there. He'll officiate. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. no you don't want the Scientology power in your marriage? Yeah, I'm sure he'd be like, the power of Xenu will unite you guys. Did you know I ever... like I? been trying to remember what the name of like the scientology mm-hmm. god is, is it Zenu? it's Zenu, and now apparently uh my internet is showing me ads for scientology <laughs> sites and i'm just like this was not worth it this yeah. was the worst mistake i've made yeah so now i have You're tom cruise now. watching me yeah so if i may ever become a scientologist jeff this is going to be the moment where well, you can pinpoint hey, where yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell him i'll tell him that later yeah, tell him hey. I. yeah well that is now going to bring us into everyone's favorite segment of the show Toms and bottoms. Likeums or hateums. One one star review and one five star review of this movie. Our five star review comes from user Morigat on Letterboxd. And their little user picture is a frog. They say, a perfect movie. Characters come first. Bruce comes after. Scary when you're five. Still scary at 42. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, nice. Well, speaking of childhoods, I have a one-star rating here that uh, is also pertaining to someone's childhood. Hmm. So, by oops, if anyone can hear, that's my sound. <laughs> Wait, do you know what that sound is from, Jeff? Um, Star, Star Trek, Trek reference number three. Four. What was no? Four. I put I forced in the third one. Remember? Oh. <laughs> It was like two and a half. Oh, okay. So I guess three. <laughs> I don't know where we are. But this is the episode with the most Star Trek references, I think. I think so. Damn, a perfect movie and a new perfect score for Star Trek references. That's right. Moving along from user Alex Weiss. I don't remember when in childhood I witnessed a scene from this movie. I only remember the months of nightmares following that scene. <laughs> Fuck this movie. One star because I know it's a personal grudge. One nice. star. <laughs> That's like a quality one star where he's like, it's too good. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Yeah, star. I love that. Yeah. I just love personal grudges too. Me too. Personal grudges and grievances. And what better place I know to you, uh, that? You've got one of those. Uh, I have many of those. Are you kidding me? You got a big one with this uh, gentle, gentle guy in the corner. I got that. There's Deep Rising. 
oh, this is not the place to air my grievances. Or is oh, it? Oh, it is Deep Rising. Yeah, nice try. I, I was thinking Deep Blue Sea. Now that movie's... Man, all right. I, I feel like, the two up. I feel like we just like had a lot of good things to say about, like during when we were talking about the movie. And in the end, we were just like, yeah, that's it. Was it. Like, that, was, was, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Good episode. <laughs> yeah. Usually I'm like, ah, oh, the uh, the after talk is some of like my favorite stuff. But I was yeah. like, no, actually discussing the movie, we get said some funny shit so that's some good stuff i will say i'm real ready to get out of the water mm. oh just my like God. uh just like hooper and brody i'm real ready to get out of the water wait jeff is that shore i see in the distance oh my god is that i think that we are now finally Getting back to shore, <laughs> getting back to a bit of a more normal schedule because this was the final episode and probably the final time we will be doing in end end of summer. summer. Oh, no, no, no. End of summer. I cannot wait to never have to edit that ever again. Yep. That's probably the last one right there. <laughs> I hope so. Well, Jeff. Oh, whoa. We just washed up on the shore. I like when we do fun bits, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, fuck. Whatever. Just end that bit really quick. <laughs> here we are. Our feet are back on solid ground. And now that we're here, I think it's time we we say goodbye to the water for a little bit. I'm over sharks. I'm over Cthulhu's and I'm over really bad CG tentacle things with mouths on them. I'm over underwater bases. Mm-hmm. I'm over harpoon guns. I, I mean, I'm not. Harpoon guns are really fucking Not cool. me. Especially when you're I'm talking. Okay, that's fair. I'm over uh, <laughs> latches holding back water. Mm-hmm. You know, I just need a break. I have some I'm winches. Saying. We see winches quite a bit. Yeah, a lot of happen. soggy winches. Mm-hmm. Winches, excuse me. <laughs> Chris. Hey, we're never going to be over soggy winches. This is ugh, true. Am I right? <laughs> Jeff. Please bring us on back home. All right. Well, uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can do so by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash HHOH. You can follow the podcast on it. Before you move on, I just want to say a big shout out to our producer, James Miller. If you be he is a final girl tier. And if you are a tier, you will get a shout out at the end of every episode when we mention the Patreon. That's right. You'll you also get to vote on movies. Uh, they are the ones that picked Deep Blue, Deep Blue Sea, which yeah. we're thankful for. I would say one of the highlights of the event that we just ended and we'll never say the name of ever Thank again. Thank you so much, sir. Yeah, and we did upload a short little video game thing where Jeff and I played Visage and we both passed the control around. And there are some spooky moments. And that, I think, is something we were going to try and do maybe some sort of video thing for, too. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's just of the of the game. But please continue, Jeff. Uh, you can follow on Instagram and TikTok at Hurwitz's House of Horror. You can follow the host at Steve. How many E's? Who's to say? Me at Art of Jefferson. You can follow Ugly Cowboy at Ugly Cowboy Co. You can get some sweet merch at, at Hurwitz's House of Horror.com. We got shirts. We got uh, coasters. coasters. And we other, other shirts. More shirts. How many shirts? More shirts. Do you want? Well, we only have five. Four on there. I think I don't know. Yeah. Who's the same? <laughs> uh, give us a call at the hot take hotline at the number. Just go to the Instagram, man. You know, You'll find hit it the contact button and it's right there. Mm-hmm. It's also one of the first posts. You just 
Oh, yeah, yeah. We have it pinned to the Instagram there. Yeah. So leave us a message and maybe we'll play it out. If you guys really think that Jaws is a perfect movie like we do, let us know. If you have grievances against it, also let us know. Let us know that it destroyed your childhood. Yeah. Did, did, oh, shit. I was going to ask, did this affect your childhood? But you hadn't seen it. I, I hadn't seen it. I, I want to say that this like freaked me out for a little bit when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But then also this movie is... I think one of the starts to my fascination of sharks in general. I, I I got obsessed with sharks for a while. I would do mm-hmm. like projects on them and shit. And I was like, hell yeah, cool. sharks are so fucking cool. Yeah. Great white. I think is my favorite because of Jaws. I used to like tiger sharks. Nice. Because they had stripes. Meow. Or should I say, bum, 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 bum. or should you say, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I was going to say Jawsome, but I couldn't remember how they said it on street Jossum. sharks. Jawsome. Oh, fun fact. At the very end of Jaws 4, the shark lets out a roar when it, when it blows up. Like sharks uh, huh. are most well known for doing roaring, right, right, right. If you could please rate and review the podcast, we would absolutely love that. That really does go to help out the show. If you leave us a five star review and a little message, a little comment, we will read that review out live. It is so easy. Even if you don't want to leave a review, just five stars is a really big help. We'd appreciate that, guys. Jeff, is there anything else? Oh, let's announce what movie we'll be watching next week. Oh, yeah. Uh, fittingly, the next movie we'll be watching, the next movie we'll be watching oh. is your next. One that uh, I really remember enjoying, and I think you did too, Jeff. Yeah, we both seen it. Yeah. But I feel like that's what's needed. You know, after a month of watching people fuck around in water, <laughs> we just need to watch, first of all, something on land, yes. which we promise it's land-based. Based? Uh, and it's a good one. So, hey, this is listening to the podcast. Have you seen this since theaters? Because we saw this in theaters. Nope. All right. I don't remember seeing this in theaters, but no, yeah. I haven't. I've only seen it the one time. Nice. I've seen it, I think, two times since. So, um, looking forward to seeing more of your yeah. reaction. And I, I think see how I remember changed. it being good. Yeah, yeah. You came out and you, I was surprised when you said that was really good. Yeah. This one and, um, Ready or Not were two that I was like, oh, I actually really liked both of those, surprisingly. I was just about to say, Ready yeah. or Not was another one that you were like, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. cool. Well done. Well done. Also, that Samara Weaving, she is pretty great. She's a great actor. Fun fact, um, today is the Monday, the 21st of August. I believe Ready or Not was released on this day hmm. back in 2000. And I'm uh, not stalling for any time. I could look it up. 19. Hey. So, whew, that was a close one. Yeah, you knew right off the top of your head. You didn't even have to look that up. I don't have to do that thing where you, you know, just kind of bonk around a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, you eventually get there. I was yeah. just like, just right. Uh, they call this um, really good memory. Yeah, they do. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, if you guys come back next, uh, next for the next episode, what? Uh, Samara Weaving's going to be a guest when we talk about your next. Maybe oh, Jeff, I don't know. Please not like. Oh my god! Wait before we maybe she will be. I don't know. We round everything out. I have one bit of trivia here. We were supposed to have a guest on uh, Marissa, who I've talked about a couple times. I've seen some movies with. Unfortunately, she got called into work, so was not able to come on. But she did send me this one fact that she wanted to uh, bring to the pod. So there's something called the 1916 Jersey Shore Shark Attacks. And even though Jaws is not based on a true story, most news outlets continue to cite the inspiration for Jaws as this new as this Jersey Shore Shark Attack. So Interesting. Yeah, the um, author denies it. But hey, it was apparently a bull shark in the story or excuse me, in the uh, in the in the news. 
1916. He's like, I was not inspired by that. That was a bull shark. It's like, oh, okay. He's like, oh, yeah, okay. Sure, man. Well, that is the end of it there. I just want to thank everyone once again for coming on back. We have such a good time doing this. I love having any opportunity to watch a classic movie or show someone a classic movie that apparently had never seen this. And we just have a lot of fun here. So we will see everyone back here next week. And Jeff, as we say at the end of every episode, uh, for what's this house, uh, Bora? That's a bargain. We're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs>